Welcome to the Geek Freaks Podcast. Before we get started, make sure to hit the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, CastBox, Stitcher, and all other platforms you may be tuning in from. So, how does technology positively affect work, right? Essentially is what I'm asking. Or your business. Or, yeah, we're going to go back to inventory, baby. Always inventory. I think, Always okay, be inventory. No. I think first. Choking on water, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh. No, you're good. You're, no, you're he's not dying yeah, yet. No, if no, he falls no. out of the chair, we'll stop. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> okay. I think to figure out how businesses are positively affected by technology, first we have to talk about the different ways that businesses handle their IT, okay? So there's like a couple of different categories I can think of. In marketing here, we always like to uh, to throw Greg from accounting under the bus. He's a nice guy. He never did anything to anybody. I don't know. So, so I'm going to interject real quick. Okay. I've done almost every one of these situations yeah. as an IT person. So I got real excited about I've this topic. Worked, but yeah. Yeah, 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 I've so worked in companies continue. where pretty much, yeah, all of these all of these, all of these are a thing. So, I guess I could just read off the the categories, yeah. and then we can go yeah, back yeah. and talk to them. Okay. So, number one, no one handles the IT. Number two, Greg from accounting is pretty good with computers. Number three, there's one in-house IT professional. Number four, there's an in-house IT department, and then number five is outsourced IT. So something like an MSP, something like Omega Computer Services. Okay. So why <laughs> why is it bad if no one handles your IT? Who? Because it's going <laughs> to stop working, and it's not. It's going to be expensive. Stop so typically, like when I go into do sales, and people are like, "Well, we handle it all." They have they've they've committed a lot of bad sins in our industry, right? So they've. They've went to Best Buy and bought the $600 computer and they wonder why it's broke all the time. Or then they find somebody that's like, my kid's nephew's neighbor is really good at IT and he did it, set it up this way and it's set up completely wrong. So then that kind of feeds into the other one, like Greg from accounting is doing it right. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily his primary job. So now you're looking at somebody that says, okay, well, my primary job is accounting and now I'm fixing IT stuff. So now I'm not concentrating on my, my, my job. I'm doing all this other weird stuff that I really don't know what I'm doing, but I know enough that I can get by. And then you look at, so if, you know, Greg and accounting is handling your, your IT and let's say you are an accounting company, who's worried about the compliance of the company, right? So now Greg from accounting that barely knows tech is now trying to figure out the compliances wrapped around, you know, the information that is held on site. So it's like they, they do, they try and they try, but they, they, they can't do it. Right. Because they're an accountant. It, not even that. I mean, you can learn, like you can learn well, a lot. Well, when right. I was college, but I mean, I was like doing you're. Yeah, that's not your primary task. Yeah, you really yeah, don't you know what you're doing. Join to become IT. You you know, join to become an accountant. Or they so. buy a six hundred dollar computer from Best Buy that's home, and then they can't get it on the domain, and right. then they wonder why, and then they got to spend another hundred dollars. You know, you tripping over a nickel to save a dollar, whatever the saying is, triple over dollar to save a nickel. Whatever the case is, they don't know what they're doing to the depths that they should be running a business on it. Yeah. And, and it, then other employees. To go back to Greg, other employees have an issue with their computer and they don't know who to who to go to because 
they're like, well, last time Greg tried to fix it, he didn't, and it was a complete <laughs> show. And now well, I don't then really Greg know gets thrown under the bus because he was just <laughs> trying to help out and be a cool dude, and now everybody's like, That's Greg jerked up my computer. Well, dude, think think about that. Think about how that works for us. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know, granted, it's different for us because we have such a positive experience. But right. if you, if, and this is why we don't do things the certain ways other companies do, is but it's like if, if you touch a computer one time, whatever that issue is, you own it. Failure right. or success, you own it, right? So we're actually setting Greg up for failure no matter what. Right. Because something isn't going to, I mean, we've all seen it. We're like, oh, I can't get this to work. Oh, it worked one time. Oh, Greg fixed it. He's a magician. Oh, God, Greg gets back and you didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> I hate you, Greg. And it's your fault these haven't yeah. been processed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. But I think it's, and then you go to, like, you take it another step forward. So Greg's out of the picture, and now you have a one-person IT shop. So oh. then you have these, I want a trunk slammer for better lack of terms. Like, so we spend, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. A one-person <laughs> IT shop, the biggest disadvantage is he goes on vacation, he gets hit by a bus. Unfortunately, something happens to him. Then what happens to your business? Right. Nothing. Yeah. You're screwed. Do you know you your the domain? greatest documentation all time? Yeah. Because otherwise you're in trouble. Yeah. And it's and we all know that that's not the case for much of anybody. No, right. It's all in his head. You gotta get that IT glue. <laughs> <laughs> but like the one TM. It, it's it's tough. It's oh no free ads, sorry, IT yeah, glue. Feel free, feel, feel free to sponsor. But like you <laughs> don't you don't understand like and you won't know until it happens. You right. always take it like for granted. Like for a long time I did my mom's company's IT by myself. I didn't know. I just knew the password. You don't think about it. It never becomes a thing until it's a thing. So then an in-house IT department, that's tough because it's expensive. Real expensive. And I think the big companies do that really well. Um, But I think you have to be a decent-sized company for it to be worth, worth your investment in quite a few quality IT individuals. Well, yeah. Yeah. And no, you, absolutely. So if you're not, and you have that one person that you have that one sysadmin that runs your network. What happens when he goes on vacation? What happens? You're now you're calling him, and because uh, I did it for a long time, I was the only IT person for for a while, and it was incredibly hard for me to do anything. I got all the after hours, I got all the vacation calls, I got everything. No matter what, I was always on call. But for uh, a complete in-house department, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, and you if you have, like, be. a whole team, it's just a huge expense because you got to pay for, you know, benefits and insurance and salaries and all that stuff for, you know, four or five individuals to run all your stuff. and It's expensive. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have the, the equipment spend, you have the networking spend, you have right. the tool spend, you have all the spend that is hitting your budget inside of a, in, in a house, you know, in house. So and based off the previous podcast with a high turnover rate, you have guys going out, coming in, you got to retrain them and spend all that mine, money and time for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know how much it is to spend. I don't, you probably know what it is, but to train somebody is expensive as heck. Yeah, it is. I don't know what the number is. I know there's some n- number you can type 51 to days or something like that to get somebody fully trained back up to. No, that's just to guess. That's just a fill an IT position. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. it's fifty-one, an average of fifty-one days. Yeah, that's just to fill the position, not even. Not so even to get them. Not, not even including even training and such. Okay, I misunderstood that number. Yeah, so you're already a couple months, couple months behind, and then yeah, it, it costs. I can't remember exactly, but it's like equivalent of their salary to get them trained. And I think to even take that even one step further, I think it's not just IT jobs that take that long to fill. Right. 
think about some of our small businesses that are looking for CSRs or anything. It's incredibly hard. Right. And then once you get them, you have to train them and spend the money to do that. And God forbid they don't work out. Yeah. Because now you're another 60 days in. Yeah. Jeepers creepers. And I, it goes back to training though, too. Like we've been, I know since you've been here, we've been trying to make our training more streamlined mm-hmm. and simplified, right? So yeah. that Consistent. It's, it's just do your thing, do your thing. So it's less time suck for everybody else. So, right. so it can be repeatable. Yeah. But it goes back to that last podcast of like turnover happens, especially in IT. Yeah. Um, and so then that last one, outsourced IT. So that's, that's what we do. So, I mean, yeah, we can toot our, to our own horn beep, and whatnot. <laughs> um, but there are a lot of reasons why it benefits a, a business owner, a small and smaller, medium sized business owner. And it's, I can only speak to our existence and like our experience, but I know that there's a lot of MSPs and a lot of outsourced IT companies that pop up and they're like, I can do that. Like I've lost deals to people that like much lesser value and that's fine. But at the end of the day, we spend probably $5,000 a month just on tools mm-hmm. for you guys to use. Right. They're not making that type of investment for tools to even have the ability to do their job on that high of a level. So it's kind of tough because you have to be able to juggle the tools, the tickets, and there's not a lot of companies that can do that successfully. So I think if you're, if somebody is going to outsource to a company, they, they should ask those questions, the yeah. maturity of the company, because that becomes a thing at some point. Right. And the nice thing about, I don't know, the thing that I like about MSPs is that um, it can be like a partnership. So instead of them being your employees, they're invested in you. Yeah. So um, even if you have on-site IT, you know, I've worked for companies that had on-site IT, and then we also worked with MSPs to make sure that they they just monitored our systems, made sure that everything was online and functioning and um, consistent with the standards we had, so that freed us up to do other stuff. So, um, yeah, I the cost is another positive too, right? I mean, it's first for a business owner, it's mm-hmm. half, definitely half the cost, half the price, pretty yeah. much less than that. I mean, some of our, our average deal sizes, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's not expensive to have a fully outsourced IT company with, there's 19 of us. Uh, if Thomas gets hit by a bus, God forbid, you know, we still have all the information. You we, guys are still good to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah no, no, yeah. That's fine. We, yeah. And they have 19 people um, supporting their systems yeah. also. Maybe I, like 10 people. Yeah. And I think it's incredibly that's an incredibly powerful thing. Like I use it a lot in the sales cycle because people underestimate like really how much manpower that is if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. So think about if something it does hit the fan, there's 10, 11 of us ready to jump in the fire and yep. do what we have to do to make sure it's right. Where if you do have in-house, they're more than happy to do that. But if you don't have a complimentary package of like an MSP or somebody helping you or even a VAR, it can be very daunting. Think about like uh, even... 25 people get crypto locker or ransomware. That's a hell of a cleanup effort. That's a hell of a situation to throw somebody in. And if they're by themselves, it's very overwhelming. But if you have the support of a outsourced company or support of a, a VAR or even a, a partner that you can lean on, that helps out a bunch. Well, and go back to the, the cost of like software we use on a regular basis, that business may not, they may not have been able to afford like Sentinel one or 
something of that nature that could have, um, like, protected from ransomware or whatever yeah. it is. And then you're stuck kind of planning what's next in the midst of a crisis. Well, and you go back to Bob in accounting, or what's his name? Greg from accounting. Like, he doesn't know how to set up a computer appropriately. So everybody has admin rights because it's the easiest form to do. They probably have weak passwords. I mean, there's a lot of things that as you kind of grow and scope out your business, it may work well when there's two, two, three employees. But as you grow, the needs of the business change dramatically. And you have to figure out what that means. What type of partnership is that? Is that, you know, de development used to be always big in-house for these larger companies. And now mm -hmm. that's all outsourced because it's not cost effective to have inside. Right. It's no different. It's just how do we figure out what you need when you need it is like the biggest thing you can do. But people tend to overspend. Think about when we do audits for new customers through their ISPs and like Charter and stuff. They've never touched that. Right. Now this is the first time we're calling and saying, hey, Charter, free ads. Uh, hey, ISP guy, <laughs> how do we, you know, how can we get this bill cheaper or the speed faster? Like, oh, yeah, we got a plan going on, blah, 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 save you 50 bucks a month. And simply because nobody's had the time or really cared about it, they could have saved you know a couple thousands of dollars. Right. But that's also where the, a partnership or a VAR or an MSP or whatever comes into play for whatever your company needs to do. Plus, we also make sure that you know you get the right thing. Yeah. Like you're not just like, oh, those numbers sound good, like MBPs. Yeah. Uh, yeah sure. Like no, we we actually know, and we can make sure that based off of the resources that you need and the programs that you use, that you're well, going to get, you know, the speed you need and et cetera. And just I think in this example. The benefit of it too, like to even think past the business owner seat, think past my seat to the employee seat. Standardization. Mm -hmm. Someone to, to talk to that's not Greg, so now you don't have this animosity between you and Greg and accounting. Um, an entire team to support, relationships with everybody. Yep. Um, and understanding, I guess, would probably be the best, or, you know, with that relationship and understanding and trust. That has to be developed over time, but it, it does develop. I mean, a lot of people that I've talked to are scared to outsource their IT if they're in-house and now they're coming to us. Well, we don't we don't know you guys. It's We're pretty easy to get along with. Right. All we want is your stuff to work and make sure you're happy. Yeah. And I think that goes back to the culture. You know, they can look at our website and see what we're doing and Facebook and Twitter and all that other fun stuff. And I think that does help it to go back a couple podcasts. I think that now that we're talking about it, it does ease some of this anxiety yeah right say tension but no I, I think so um and I also talk to friends who work at maybe like larger organizations who do have in-house IT departments um which is that's great that's fine they can handle a lot but um they complain that sometimes things take like a week right for something to be resolved because it's just only so many people in that IT department Whereas, you got two people serving a thousand. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, I had this issue and I waited a week for it to be resolved. Meanwhile, the company is just, I mean, losing efficiency and, and productivity out of that one employee. Right. And it's, I think like outsourcing your IT is kind of the only, out of the, the options we talked about, is kind of the only option where you get to see your ROI in some form or fashion. Because mm -hmm. you got Greg that does two jobs now, so he's getting paid to be an accountant, but yet he's working in the tech room, so now it's not really his primary task. You got nobody doing it, right? So now all the company's losing everything because now they can't work. And that situation, if the company goes down, who's who's responsible? Yeah, but nobody. Who me? I guess I'd be like, oh, think of know. ransom <laughs> ransomware in that 
scenario. There's no backup. There's nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then the one house person, if you're outnumbered, you're outnumbered. You have to be able to prioritize an attack. You can't just be like, oh, I'm outnumbered. Because that's what I like <laughs> right. to go back to your example. That's what happens. They are outnumbered and they don't know how to prioritize or they're just too overwhelmed with the amount of tickets that they have that it does take six weeks to get back to something that's like, um, you know, like a user login. I know for mm-hmm. some of our local businesses that are large, that takes two weeks to get a login. Yeah. I mean, to think that we close, we're outnumbered 36 to 3,600 to seven people, five mm-hmm. people in yeah. our service desk room. And we're closing things within five hours. Yeah. But think about that one IT professional. They only have so much knowledge in their head, so much knowledge that they can grab from, Consume, a, from yeah. a knowledge base or Google or whatever. Right. Um, we have a lot of really smart individuals in our service desk and there's still problems that they find that they don't know the answer to. And w- what do they do? They ask someone else within the company, like, hey, have you... I, I checked this database. I saw yeah, the these answers sharing. here. Right. Um, what, f- like, further things would you try if you were working on this? And then oftentimes there's a there's an answer given back and some collaboration there. So I don't know. It, it just takes the brain power of maybe a couple people to work on one one issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. We have we have a wider resource to work with. Um, you know, with our projects department and our on-site team and, you know, even with, again, you know, shout out to marketing <laughs> <laughs> where we have to occasionally work with them to get, to get, you know, articles published and designed in the right way so that it's more user-friendly because we're just like, here's a bunch of tech mumbo jumbo. And they're like, ah, let's clean that up for you. We ran out of video. Battery's dead. Uh, Ooh, not on video. Um, <laughs> lastly, though, but like what, if you had to look at it as an overarching theme, what is, what are the benefits and the positives that a company that's using an outsourced IT company like us, what, are the, what do they get? I mean, we named a, a ton of them, so I guess we could recap. <laughs> you save money. You get better customer service. Uh, More timely solutions. Timely solutions. Wider resources. What'd you say? Wider resources. A broader range of resources. The ability to do more things within your business, right? So now yeah. you can do things. Now you can worry about your business. Uh, the ability to concentrate and have those employees concentrate, having their time back, giving Greg his job back to yeah. say, let's worry about accounting, brother. We'll do the rest. I think there's a lot. Better, more efficient, like software and hardware. Yeah, hardware I was just going to say, think about the hardware. Not just buy that firewall from, I don't... Best Buy. Best no buy. free ads. Yeah. Big box store. TM. Blue and yellow. <laughs> but, like, people do that. And they run their entire business on uh, a $99 router from the big box store. And they think it's great and it's fine. And then something happens. They're like, oh, I don't know why this happened. And we go in and say, well, it's because you have this firewall that nobody uses anymore nobody wants or whatever the case is and the, it's hackable whatever the case is that just screwed me up in my train thought. but <laughs> it's it, you got to spend the money to get the protections and even with like our plans you don't have to spend the money right or or msps are set up to be as cost effective as possible yeah most right. are most are we are some of our competitors are not but most are you know we do our best to make sure people are <laughs> getting what they need so you don't have yeah. the like 50 bills of all the software or 
whatever that you're buying as well as, uh, I don't even know, phone systems, all of that. You just have the one the one bill. Right. Oh, with us you do, yeah. So you have this single point of billing with us. Yeah. But think about even from a budgeting aspect, right? So we're set up differently, so we're all you can eat, where some some companies aren't, but it's still pretty similar, is that now you say, okay, it's $1,000 a month. That's all you're paying. So now you have this relationship that's built on trust and, you know, knowing that we're going to do the right thing or whoever's going to do the right thing. It's not a it's not a time and material thing. It's not a prey and wolf situation or right. wolf and prey situation. It's, it's very different. And then if you have an in-house IT team and something happens, how much are you paying in overtime? How much are you paying to get that remedied? A lot of money. Mm-hmm. So Plus they got to fight against budget constraints and all this stuff with uh, purchasing equipment or per- when they're trying to push new equipment to make their job easier and they have to calculate all these different licenses for everything. And, and it's, it's crazy to like when I have that conversation when we're closing the deal and they're like, oh, yeah, it's – well, I don't understand why the cost is so high. This laptops are six hundred bucks. I was like, no, the laptops and the equipment you get are like two thousand dollars a piece. Right. It's because we have to make them last as long as possible in three years. And right. They still don't grasp that because they're still used to buying. You know, I can outfit our office for three thousand dollars with these two two hundred dollar laptops that break that I got on Black Friday, but they'll be broken in a year. Right. They'll rebuy them. So there's a lot of budgeting issues and constraints and you know, budgeting black holes, I guess I would call yeah. it, where you're just kind of like throwing money away. Printers. People, uh, I talked to a prospect that was buying $200 printers every couple of months. I was like, just buy one. Yeah, that happens a lot, printer. actually. That's yeah. a little bit of money. My dad there. does that. He buys a new printer, and if he needs ink, he just buys an- another, another printer, new printer. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of buying ink. It's more cost effective. Does your dad need an MSP? Shout out, dad. Uh, Shout out, daddy <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll give your dad a printer. No. He can have the one in the no. hallway that doesn't print because it's out of ink right now. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> no, we're we going to buy a new printer. We actually need that one. We do need that one. But uh, anyway, that was positive. Positive November? No, neg- <laughs> no negativity November. Um, positive November, I like to call it myself because <laughs> it was positive. It was. It was upbeat. Yeah. And yeah. We, we had good laughs we had the- and we had a good time. Madison shut down like a robot halfway through. She rebooted. We got her back on track. <laughs> okay. We got her there. We're good. Yeah. All right. Good to go. Cue the outro. <laughs>